Welcome to Imperium International College Spotify channel. Wisdom is power. Hello and welcome back to Imperium International College's Spotify channel. My name is Melvin and I will be your host today. With January coming to an end, we hope you've had a good first month. Our podcast topic today is all about Chinese New Year. Dubbed as one of the biggest celebrations in the world, the Chinese Lunar New Year falls on February 1st this year. Present with me here today to share more about the celebration is Mr. Lau Yufeng, Head, Center of General Studies, Soft Skills Development and Contemporary Languages at Imperium International College. Hello sir, pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you Melvin. So, can you tell us a little about your own Chinese New Year prep this year? How is it coming along? So I don't uh, do much uh, for this year because I'll be going back to Malacca, my hometown, mm-hmm. and my parents uh, they have prepared everything for us. <laughs> so nice. they That's are waiting nice. for us to go back and celebrate together with them. Yeah. Have Have you been back to Malacca recently? Or a um, uh, few times. Okay, the last uh, round was uh, during the election time. I see. So I voted in Malacca. So okay. that was uh, the last one, and this will be the bigger one with more family members yes, coming yes. together. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure your parents would be so happy to have True. you back as well. True. Okay, moving on to our first question today. Could you tell us a little about why Chinese New Year is celebrated? Well, Chinese New Year or the Spring Festival is the most important celebration observed in China, mm-hmm. right? With cultural and historical significance. Mm-hmm. So according to the Chinese lunar calendar, the festival signals the beginning right, uh, of spring and also start of a new year. It is also a celebration to remove uh, the old and the bad, but to welcome the new and the good into our lives. Okay. In Mandarin, it is called Ying Sing Song Jiu. All right. Okay. That's a mouthful for me. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So um, the festival is celebrated across the country in China, and uh, many related celebrations in nations and ethnic groups deriving from China, especially like us in uh, Malaysia, Chinese in Malaysia. Okay. So Chinese New Year is also related to a mythology. I'm, I'm going to tell you a very interesting story. Okay. So thousands of years ago, there was a very scary and bloodthirsty beast okay, by the name Nian. Have you okay. heard about it before? Yes, yes, I'm, yes, yeah. I have, I have, yes. <laughs> so this Nian will come out from its hiding place to attack and feed on the innocent villagers, as a, uh, particularly their children. So at the beginning of each new year, you know, these bees uh, will be very hungry and uh, would look for victims, yeah? Mm-hmm. So due to these uh, constant attacks, the villagers got together to discuss a strategy, right? To chase away the bees for good so that, you know, their lives would be in peace, mm-hmm. right? So since uh, it was discovered that the bees was uh, afraid of the color red, people would put up red lanterns and red papers on their windows and doors. Okay, uh-huh. so villagers uh, would also play firecrackers to scare away the most hated bees. To celebrate this triumph over the monster, people dressed uh, in their new clothes and visited their neighbors to share their joy, you know. So hence, on every New Year's Eve, people would paste red spring couplets or chunlian in Mandarin, okay. right, light candles and later set off firecrackers to ward off uh, all the evil spirits. So as a result of this, the entire village and town were ablaze with lights. People would stay up, okay, to welcome the new year, right? So many of these traditions are inherited until today, mm, right? Yes, yes. So according to the story, uh, Chinese New Year's Day of the Spring Festival is, uh, is also called Guo Nian, okay. okay, in Mandarin, which means that surviving in the Nian's attack. <laughs> <laughs> 
So red has become the most popular color Auspicious for festival color. celebrations yeah. and also dressing codes. Yep. Mm, okay. So um, since the the first um, Nian attack, has it ever come back? Ha! No more. No, that's right. good. That means uh, what, so, whatever we are doing is working. Yes, all correct. Right. Okay. Next, we all know that you get a lot of ang pao. Definitely. <laughs> so, how did this practice of giving ang pao come about? Now you see, Melvin, Chinese New Year cannot be separated from giving ang pao, yep. right? Or the red envelope. Yep. So, ang pao is usually given to the kids, uh, married people, and children to their old parents. Okay. Right. So, the recipients of ang pao will receive good luck and also well-being throughout the year. Right. Okay. So, ang pao in the Chinese New Year are the uh, embodiment of prosperity. So the beginning of the tradition of giving ang pao has many versions actually. Okay. Right. So I have actually uh, researched and then I understood there are two, two versions here. Right. So giving ang pao originated from the legend of the eight gods, right? Okay. Who later turned themselves into coins. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about this story before? Not really. The gods took this step to help the elderly couple so that their sons would not be bothered by a demon named Sui, S-U-I Sui, mm -hmm. right? So the, the, the eight coins were then wrapped in a, a red paper and placed under the pillow to ward off evil demons, mm. right? On the other hand, uh, afterwards, the parents adopted the practice of putting coins on red paper and placing them under the pillow. Now, mm. gradually, the habit became a tradition, right? I see. So this tradition is also known as Ya Sui Qian in ya Mandarin, Qian. Okay. which means that demon slayer money. Little <laughs> <laughs> transition, yeah. Correct. So however, the terms grew and was soon understood as money given to children by the elders. I see. Right? I understand. Okay. Understand. Now, not only that, but um, there is also another legend that tells uh, uh, of the origin of the tradition of giving ang pao. You know, mm -hmm. it is said that there was Emperor Xuanzong, okay, okay, from the Tang Dynasty, who was happy with the birth of his son. All right. All right. Because of that, as an expression of joy, the emperor gave his concubine a talisman to protect the baby with the gold and silver coin each. Then, unexpectedly. Emperor Xuanzong's way was adopted by the people and they started giving coins as gifts to their children. No wonder. Right? Okay. So outside of China, this tradition uh, has cross-cultural and uh, religious boundaries, you know. Mm -hmm. For example, um, it is being adopted in countries like us in Malaysia, okay. Brunei, Indonesia and Singapore by Malay Muslims as part of their ideal victory celebrations. Correct, yes. right? Even for Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but instead of uh, red packets, you know, green ones are used. Likewise for Dipavali, yeah. right? The local Hindu communities in Malaysia and Singapore have adopted the tradition by using purple. Yes. Right or yellow envelopes instead of the red ones. Yeah, right? I think the only closest one we have to red is Christmas. Uh, I've seen, um, you know, uh, Christians giving ang pao, right, red ang pao. Right. Mm, that is nice very interesting that's of nice us in Malaysia, right? That's, yep. Yes, yes, mm. that's true. Okay, is Chinese New Year only celebrated over a day? Um, or is it a multi-day celebration? Oh, definitely not a day, right? <laughs> so it is a 15-day long celebration. Wow, okay. Right, let me explain to you what sure. we do during the 15-day long celebrations. But sure. I'm not going to tell you uh, exactly each of these days. Will it take 15 days to pick, explain? <laughs> I only pick few of the sure. important days, yeah? Yep. So number one, of course, is Chinese New Year Eve, yeah? So the day before the Chinese New Year or 2C1 is usually uh, accompanied by a dinner feast. Okay. Right? You know, you know it very well. Yes, it's yes. a big feast. Okay. Everybody yep. comes together and eat, you know. So it's a reunion dinner. Correct? 
So, um, you know, this is actually important for the Chinese family, right? Okay. Second, the first day of Chinese New Year, this typical tradition occurring on the first day involves house gatherings uh, you know, of Get families, together, yeah. right? Specifically, the elders, the families, to the oldest, the most senior member of their extended families, usually their parents, mm -hmm. grandparents, uh, great-grandparents, and also um, they will be exchanging Mandarin oranges, mm -hmm. okay? And then I wish uh, each uh, of them happy Chinese New Year. Okay. So that is the tradition during the first day. Now, for the second day of Chinese New Year is also known as the Kai Nian. Kai Nian is uh, also known as um, the beginning of the new year, right? right. So these overseas um, married daughters visiting their birth parents, right? Mm. Like uh, going back to their parents' homes, right? Relatives and also close friends, often renewing family ties and relationships. I see. Right. Okay. Now let's jump, uh, move forward to seven day, right. right? So during the seven day, this is also known as Ren Re. Okay, um, commonly known as the person's birthday, everybody's birthday, everybody's birthday. right? Yes, it's yes. Everyone grows one year older. Mm -hmm. uh, in some overseas Chinese communities in Southeast Asia, such as us in Malaysia and Singapore, it is also the day when uh, um, they to toast uh, Yisang, Yisang, right? Okay. which is also known as Yisang, okay. right? Uh, it's eaten for continued wealth and prosperity. Mm -hmm. Now, the ninth day comes the ninth day is a traditionally known as the birthday of the Jade Emperor of Heaven. Okay. Right, and during this day, most of the uh, I would say uh, most of the Hokkien people they will uh, pray to this uh, god, and then uh, this uh, day is known also known as Ti Gong Tan or Tian Gong Tan. Tian Gong Tan. Right, yeah, I've, heard, I've heard of it before. Correct, yeah. and you can see a lot of uh, sugar cane, yeah, mm -hmm. will be uh, you know offered to this god, right, and um, that is. Uh, the nine day celebration. Mm -hmm. Now comes to the last day of uh, Chinese New Year. This is the most interesting one, which is also equivalent to the Western Valentine's Day. Is it right? coming? Yes, yeah, it's the yeah. 15 day of celebration, right? Also known as Yuan Xiao Festival, right? So in China and Malaysia, this day is celebrated by individuals seeking a romantic partner. Ah, interesting. <laughs> so single men and women, okay, will write their contact number on Mandarin oranges, okay. right? And then they will throw them into the river, right? Whoever picks it up all right will contact the number and hopefully they will try their luck to start a new relationship nice, and their singlehood <laughs> interesting interesting so it, does it mean that um, um, the males will drop the um, the, the fruit at the, the top the, and the then orange the females, right yeah, yeah. Yep. and then the females pick it up or it's Either way. It's either way nowadays. I okay, see. it doesn't matter whether female or male. Both of them will throw oranges and will try their luck to look for a partner. You interesting, know? interesting. So Melvin, are you married? <laughs> soon, soon actually. Soon, okay. Congrats, congrats. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Okay, um, our last question since we don't have much time. What are some do's and don'ts during the celebration? Of course, this is... Uh, you know, we Chinese, during Chinese New Year, we have actually a lot of uh, taboos or yeah. pantang larang, you know? Yeah. So let's do, uh, talk about the do's, right? Number one, I would say spring cleaning before Chinese New Year, right? To wash away all the bad luck and to welcome all the blessings. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Now next would be have reunion dinner. And this okay. is a must thing to do, you see? All right. Uh, which symbolizes togetherness and a great start to the new year with the family members, right? Mm -hmm. And then we will have to eat food that brings good luck, such as fish, which means surplus in Mandarin. Okay. Yu means uh, every year you have surplus mm. uh, in your household, mm -hmm. you know. Then the next thing would be staying up late on the eve of Chinese New Year, or also known as Sou Sui in Mandarin. 
This is a tradition where young family members will stay awake throughout the night, yeah? Okay. After the reunion dinner, as a blessing uh, of longevity for the elderly people, okay? Now, I will also say that wearing red color, this one you should know, yeah. <laughs> which is Ong, right? Yes. Okay, wearing a red color is actually the lucky color for the Chinese, so it is bright and brings positive energy to the, uh, to the Chinese, mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. And I will say return all the money that you owe before Chinese New Year. This is a must thing to do, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you will bring bad luck to, uh, with you for the next uh, couple of years. I okay. See. Okay. Now, be happy and make sure, okay, your loved ones are happy to smile and wish others happy Chinese New Year. So, if you have children, mm -hmm. avoid punishing them <laughs> okay. during Chinese New Year. Yes, even you know, if they are naughty, everyone seems to tolerate. Yeah, yeah. these are bad attitude during Chinese New Year. No choice. Yeah. No choice. Like now, let's talk about the don'ts. Okay, uh, this is a thing that I would say please don't do it during Chinese New Year number one no crying no. Oh, alright okay. don't cry because it brings bad luck you not, see not even happy tears <laughs> maybe <laughs> yes yeah okay. now secondly I would say don't break dishes okay it brings bad luck too mm -hmm. right and no scissors and knives can be seen yeah they cut away your wealth so please hide it hide okay uh, hide all those stuff yeah and also no lending or borrowing money okay this will lead to very heavy debt right in the mm. future mm -hmm. now on top of that no sweeping as you know sweeping will sweep away all your wealth in the family right okay. so this is the most pantang thing to do okay. during chinese new year all right and no cursing of cursing. course mm. so you have to say all the good things to your yeah. friends family members uh, family members remember no cursing it brings bad luck to yes, you yes listeners even if you hate someone so much no cursing <laughs> <laughs> and finally of course no black or white clothes okay they are unlucky colors and also brings bad luck right okay Melvin all right thank you so much Mr. for the wonderful insight on Chinese New Year we hope this podcast especially this episode today brings light to those who wanted to know more about the celebration thank you Mr. Lau thank you so much so listeners as well thank you for joining in our podcast this week if you have any questions you can DM us on our social media platforms follow our socials at Imperium College to receive latest updates and upcoming episodes till then Take care and stay safe.